Hello and welcome to this podcast, Yes, I Have a Voice. My name is Ruth Lewis-Cost and I am a caregiver and I am blessed to be looking after my elderly parents. I started this podcast to remind ourselves that looking after those in need is a privilege. As unpaid caregivers, we need to have a voice. We need to be able to shout loud and be proud of our status. And caregiving has no age. People of all ages are caregivers. This is my way of supporting you all emotionally and practically with tools from other caregivers on how to find the joy in your situation and make amazing memories. So let's dive into this week's episode. So welcome to this podcast. And today I have Natalie de Vose with me. And Natalie is an entrepreneur and she's also invested in a startup. And this startup is uh, creating a passive monitoring system for caregivers and the care system, really. So Natalie, explain all that to us. Great. Well, thank you for having me, Ruth. I'm delighted to be here with you. I'm in the US, as you can maybe tell a little bit by my accent. Yes, so the company we uh, created is called Stack Care, and it is a passive monitoring system for seniors or vulnerable people, you know, who live alone or even in, in situations as couples, it's also very effective. What we have is a infrared motion sensor, which we install in different key activity areas of the house, bedroom, bathroom, favorite room and kitchen, and these motion sensors gather data, you know, very uh, lots of data, all motion data all day long, 30,000 movements per room if you want. So all that data gets gathered and pushed to our cloud. We do all our magic with our artificial intelligence and our uh, data science. And we're able to understand when a person has an atypical behavior, if something changes, for instance. So these once these motion sensors are installed, if you want to um, see... They understand how a person is actually behaving, what their routines are, and anything that's different, then our system will send out notifications via an app to families and caregivers, letting them know that their loved ones or, you know, the person in their care needs help, whether they have fallen or whether they have any other issues, you know, that are related to that, their activity patterns and which our motion sensors can determine together with our artificial intelligence. So as I understand it, this is um, more of use to people who, for seniors, who are still relatively independent. Exactly. Yes, it is. It's, it's perfect for people who live alone. And let's say even if they have a caregiver come in a few hours a day, but the rest of the time when they're on their own and anything could happen. And even if it's, let's say, a fall, you know, it happens maybe in the early afternoon after the caregiver leaves. And they have, you know, they basically lay there and they have no, no way of, of telling anybody that they need help. and basically waiting until the next morning until the caregiver comes in. So our system will send out a notification saying that there's a lack of activity in the, in the house, uh, which is untypical, notifying the caregiver or the family member that they have to go and check in on their mother or their father or their loved one or, you know, their, their client uh, and make sure that they see what's happening. So the system doesn't alert a, 
what we have here in the States, a 911 system, it just goes directly to the family so that they can then decide what they need to do, whether they need to call an ambulance or whether they need to care for the, you know, just, just checking in. And sometimes it's just a phone call and, uh, you know, everything is fine. I mean, it just really is very individualized, depends on the individual client and, and you know, and the family. I could have done with that the other day because my father fell. He was in the kitchen. Mm. My father's 93. Um, he's he's still pretty independent and he fell in the kitchen. I didn't know about it, but I happened to be driving over there. A lady from the synagogue that my parents belonged to happened to ring to say, hello, how are you? And by this time, my father had picked himself up, but it took him 15 minutes. And he obviously told her he, she'd, just, he'd just fallen. He didn't hurt himself, thankfully. And she then rang me. So it was like this whole sort of system going through. And that was by sheer chance. So right. that's a prime example where that your system would have been ideal. Exactly. And it's great that he was able to get himself up. And, uh, you know, but if he hadn't been able to get himself up after a, a certain amount of time, you know, we have different thresholds depending on whether the fall happens at night or during the daytime. Our system would have pushed out a notification saying there's no activity uh, in any of the zones. There's something going on. You know, you might want to check on that person. Another thing we also provide with our system is a help button. And I just this weekend, you know, had a, uh, a client of mine uh, send me an email saying how great it was that we had that, that they had that stack here installed. The, the mother had, you know, has the system in her home and she fell, um, but she was still, you know, conscious and alert and she was able to press the help button, which we also provide. It's, it's a button that gets attached to the wall. It's not something that you carry around with you. But if somebody falls and they're still able to maybe crawl over to the area where the button is uh, attached, she pressed it. It was 11 p.m. exactly. And so they could go and help her straight away. And her daughter called the um, called the neighbor because she wasn't right nearby and the neighbor went upstairs to check on the on the on the you know mother and was able to help her up and all is good so it was very reassuring because otherwise she might have laid there for uh, until the next day until you know it was 11 at night and you know until somebody found her so that's pretty stressful also for uh, you know anybody to lay there and not know how you're going to be found and maybe be thirsty or whatever you know there's a lot of issues that can come out of this yes because we often hear of stories i remember when my grandmother first had a stroke she was i don't know how many hours she was sitting on the floor overnight so and you do often hear that people tend to fall overnight that's obviously, you know, like anything, even when you're healthy and young, you sort of get up and you're a bit like, I'm half asleep. But yes. So for a senior person, it's just even more so. And that seems to be a typical time when they fall and they very exactly. often are there for hours on end. Yes, the majority of falls happen at night. And, you know, even the um, people who have a, a push button, you know, an alert button to press, they generally are not wearing it. It's generally, you know, on their night table, they go to the bathroom, they fall and, you know, then it's a big problem. But it could even happen during the day. I mean, I have a personal story. My grandmother, um, was li she lived with my, my aunt and my aunt was out for a few hours. That was in the middle of the day. And my grandmother went to answer the door because somebody rang the bell and on her you know going back to the her living room she fell in her hallway and she wasn't able to get herself up and she probably tried I mean she my aunt didn't come home until four hours later so this is 14 years ago before stack care system even existed but had had they had a stack care system it would have been great and you know notification would have been sent out to my aunt who was just getting her hair done and running errands she could have rushed home and helped my aunt, my grandmother. What happened is that my grandmother probably tried to get herself up. She 
probably broke her ribs. She had, you know, like I say, broken ribs afterwards, pneumonia and all that. And a month later had passed because the longer somebody lays on the floor, the, the, the more likely it is that they will die within the next uh, six months. So it's uh, it was quite sad and, and a very traumatic time for her to, to lay there and not know. Yes, happening. exactly. Yes, exactly. No, I, th- I believe your system um, from everything I know, from my own personal experience and all, all the other stories that I hear from other people, I believe your system is something that can really seriously help people in a very, very big way. So I'm I'm quite excited about the whole thing. So what is it that made you kind of, you know, invest in this startup? Because there must have been something about it that perhaps connected you back to an experience you had in, in your younger days when a member of your family was perhaps in a situation where they were being cared for. Right. Well, first of all, that situation, as I told you, with my grandmother, where she was in a sense, you know, not I wasn't in that sense caring for her. But I wasn't right by her. But when, you know, when we when I found out about Stack Care, I just thought it was a fantastic uh, way to help people, uh, you know, who, who really need help. I mean, we all love our grandmothers, our moms, our dads. We want to help them. And, you know, as much, and they want to stay independent. But this kind of allows them to stay independent safely because if something happens, you could, you know, you that care gives a possibility to go help them. And so it's not just the falls and, you know, that are important. I just thought the whole uh, system was fantastic because it also helps detect things such as um, other health issues, developing health issues. So I have a personal story. My father, you know, stopped eating. Um, He was a man that loved food more than anything. That was like his thing in life. And all of a sudden in the fall of 2020, yes, 2020, he stopped eating. He just didn't eat anymore. And we, we figured out that there was an issue, but it took us a while to figure out what it was. And I will say that when we finally figured out what he actually had, which was cancer, it was too late. But because the system detected that he wasn't eating, because we also installed these uh, sensors in the refriger- on the refrigerator door and in the kitchen, so we're able to monitor if somebody's eating properly, uh, that's just one of the many things that we can see. We weren't able to detect that he hadn't, you know, been eating properly. And, you know, we then provided the care, the, the medical care. And well, you know, in some situations you can still help. And that's what we say with our system. When you when you detect these things, you can intervene early. You can when the treatment is is still effective and when the you can avoid and delay the decline and you know, just even avoid hospitalization. So so, you know, we we're able to detect things like UTIs if somebody uses the bathroom a lot and there's an excessive use of, you know, going to the bathroom or uh, cognitive decline. We've been able to detect when somebody starts really getting more agitated. You know, we're, we're able to look at sleep patterns. We're able. So there's so many things that our system, it's not just the falls, so many things that our system, if used properly, can help detect and therefore help keep people safer and healthier for longer and also out of the the nursing home and out of the hospitals, which is a big advantage. So I I really felt extremely drawn. I'm sorry, I digressed a little bit. I just felt like it's such a need in our society. You know, we're all, uh, and it's an increasing need. And this was before COVID, you know, when I started, you know, investing in this company. And now after COVID, we see it even more that you know, we, we have an aging society with uh, a lack of caregivers and a system like Stack Care allows people to stay independent and still connect on a human level with families and caregivers. But just for the hours where they're alone, there's a system that will, it's almost like a security blanket if you want. Yes, I get that. And I, I that's so, so, I think, just believe it's so, so good. 
And you mentioned about the sleep. With stack care, can you kind of choose the part you want if you don't need certain parts of it? For example, um, you know, if I wanted to to monitor the sleep pattern of my mother, who is actually bedridden, and my father, because she keeps him awake. <laughs> but obviously, she's not going to the kitchen, although my father does. So it's all a bit complicated. But supposing there was one person in, in the house or, or the, the flat and the family only wanted them to be monitored for sleep pattern or only wanted them to be monitored for the food, because it's true to say that when you ask a senior person, have you eaten today? They very often say, oh, yes. And they might have had like, you know, minuscule amount of food, which is not nourishing at all. And what we think is the word eaten means to them, it's something totally different. So there's no real way of knowing actually if they have eaten. And that's a, exactly what you found, you know, with your father. So there's something to monitor their eating or and or pl- pl- their sleep. But maybe, you know, people feel that there are certain parts of what stat care offers isn't relevant for the person they want to, to monitor. Does stat care offer sort of like, just parts of it. Right. Well, it's absolutely possible that you can customize the app according to your needs. Every notification can be turned off or on, you know, so you could turn off or notifications, for instance, you know, bathroom notifications, or, and you could just have those on that you really find relevant. I will say, however, that the way the artificial intelligence and the data science works, providing an entire picture of a person it is not something I really actually recommend because I think, you know, of course, you might say that your mother doesn't need any kitchen activity. Now she lives with your father. And, but you just never know how somebody develops. You know, I might have said, oh, I only wanted sleep activity for my father. And then all of a sudden he developed that, you know, we stopped eating. But if I turned that notification off, I would never have known. Uh, and, you know, these things start happening progressively. And our system also provides analytics where you can look back seven days. So that's already great for the consumer app. We also have a professional platform where you can actually look back as far as you want and you can really look at the activity patterns and compare the sleep patterns from maybe a week or two ago compared to now or the activity patterns and just kind of understand what the different trends are. In other words, detect those developing issues because they don't happen just overnight. They happen over a certain amount of time. So I really don't recommend uh, turning off notifications like that. Uh, And another thing is also, you know, for instance, yes, we do monitor the bathroom usage and you might say, well, is that, you know, a bit invasive saying how many times a person uses the bathroom, but it really isn't just that it's also the times they spend in the bathroom. And that is how we are able to detect potential falls, because we will, for instance, send out a notification called the bathroom overstay, um, which regardless of anybody's personal routines and behavior patterns, We will send out a notification. Any person who's over 70, we just know from research and from our data science, who spends more than 15 minutes in the bathroom in the middle of the night, there's a 98% chance that there's an issue. So we will, no matter what, send out a bathroom overstay notification. So if you turn all these things off, you kind of deprive yourself of all all these very valuable uh, notifications. And, And, you know, it's important to also know this system is really just motion data, infrared motion data. It's not a camera. The sensors are extremely small. They're the size of your thumb. Uh, 
Uh, they get installed in the different parts of the house. You hardly notice them. They're smaller than a security system. And it's not looking at some, what somebody's doing. You know, people get concerned and there are systems out there that monitor uh, older adults and, and vulnerable people with cameras. And that gets, you know, very intrusive. Whereas our system is just motion, ones and zeros, really. It's like the supermarket doors that open when you go into the supermarket. So it stays very private and very discreet. Yeah, I can get, I totally understand that now that you wouldn't want to necessarily turn things off because it's true to say that, that things do evolve. I can see that with my parents and how things are evolving now, which I wouldn't have thought about, you know, a few months ago. I wouldn't have thought, even considered that something was going to happen. So absolutely, I can see why you wouldn't want to turn those notifications off over time. Exactly. You just never know, you know, and that, that's what the system provides you, that opportunity to detect things early so that you can help early, you know. Absolutely. So the, the system, is it, uh, is it widely available, uh, you know, across the globe? Um, well, it's available in the US, in Canada, and it is available in the UK. So we have our, you know, UK affiliate. It's called stackcare.co.uk. And you can buy the system online or you can, you know, call them up and, uh, you know, get support from them for anything. It's very easy to install. It takes about 10, 15 minutes. Um, there's no drilling involved. You, you, you stick those little sensors to the wall with command strips. They, you know, can be taken down again. And then basically you pay a monthly subscription fee and you get all that monitoring uh, information. You know, you put the app on your phone and, you know, there's different steps to it, but it's very, very simple to do. So basically, you know, go onto the website, order it, and then install the app. And if you need any technical support, I'm sure our friends in the UK will help any, any customer uh, out there. That's brilliant. And it, uh, as, as I understand it, actually, because I'm sure a lot of people might already have a kind of a care system where, yes, people have to wear pendants or, or a watch. I don't know how they detect it, but they can detect if there's a fall or something, especially, I guess, you have to press it. Um, so, you know, people pay a monthly subscription to that service. And from what you've explained to me, your system actually sounds very, very competitive in terms of how much it costs people. Absolutely. The subscription, I think, in the UK is £29.95 you know, pounds a month. And, you know, you buy the hardware, but that's also very affordable. And um, yes, absolutely. Completely competitive, you know, with those systems. Um, and in my view, much more reliable because of the passive nature of things. The fact that the senior never has to do anything, nothing to press, no buttons to, you know, press, no nothing to charge and, you know, nothing to wear. You just, uh, the system just works 24-7 yeah. on its own. And it's, it's because of obviously traditional ways that it's plugged into the electricity. And of course, certainly over here, I don't know what it's like in the US, but over here, you know, there's a big thing with the electricity bills. They're going to go up probably about by about 56% very, very soon because right. of the effects of the global pandemic. Um, and people, particularly senior people, you know, would be probably cautious of how much they're going to spend. And obviously, if you've got a system that plugs into the electricity, even if it's just using low voltage, it's there permanently 24-7. And therefore, that's costing the electricity. But obviously, most people don't really think of that, but it will increase your electricity bill. So presumably this is not tied into electricity. It's not plugged in anywhere. 
Well, it is. The gateway needs to be plugged in. The sensors uh, are all battery operated with a very you know long life battery. Um, but uh, you do need to plug in the gateway, but I don't believe that the, it draws a huge amount of electricity. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, probably not. Probably, I'm sure it wouldn't. I'm sure it wouldn't. So that's just a little thought I had about uh, as you were talking. So with all of that, how do you see this progressing in terms of, you know, what else can it do in the future? How can it grow? Yes, very good question. Um, so my, you know, our vision really is for the future. And, you know, this is down the road. So we're working on different partnerships. But um, we really see this in combination, you know, with um, health monitoring, you know, remote patient monitoring. Uh, and our system is uh, built in such a way that we can integrate with other systems, you know, like a blood pressure monitor or this or that so you know that i really see this for the future of stack care that you have a system which monitors a an older person in their home not just because how they you know if they fall or something but as i was already telling you we're already looking at all these uh, other activities you know which could uh, indicate that there's a health issue and then to combine that with these with these tools that we have available you know where you monitor a person's health like blood, you know, blood pressure or blood glucose and all that. I'm not a med, I'm not a doctor. So uh, I I don't know exactly what all these things do, but that the combination of this system with something, you know, where you, where you integrate a remote patient monitoring and even telehealth so that a doctor, for instance, in the care of an older adult has a full picture of what's going on. And, you know, especially with what's happening in the world now with, with healthcare and, you know, I mean, I, I understand that in the UK, it's it's become a real issue because also the pandemic to get the, the right healthcare and to get people into the hospital and all that. So that stack here in that sense also allows people even who are, you know, who are frail and who are a little bit unhealthy and who need some kind of monitoring. So they have the stack care passive monitoring for their activity patterns and their routines and then combined with a health monitoring um, to, to be able to receive that care at home. And also, as you were talking, I was thinking this is probably a good system as well for a care home, because especially now when, you know, they're they're so short staffed, if you've got a monitor set up in each room, um, those who are running the care home can see if anybody's in need, in urgent need because they've fallen or what have you, and there's nobody around immediately to check in on them. So I, I, that could be actually a very useful tool for, for care homes, couldn't it? Oh, absolutely. And we work a lot with care homes. Uh, it's a fantastic problem for a, commu- a product for a community, because as you say, you know, what happens these days, at least here, here in the States, is that, you know, they will have to check in on the resident and they check in at like 1130 and they check in at 530 in the morning and maybe. But each time they check in on the resident, in some states, you even have to check in every couple of hours. For, to, to, just to make sure that the resident is okay, depending on how you know needy they are and what level of care they need. But every time you do that, you open the door, you will invariably wake up that resident. Most times, you know, they have a light sleep unless they're medicated. And when you wake up an older person, it's clear that they will get up to go to the bathroom. So you close your door. And while you're gone, that person gets up, goes to the bathroom when, when they might actually fall and you will only find them hours later. So for one thing, it really allows you to keep an eye, but not really because it's not a camera on all your residents when they're on their own in their room and understand what's happening, you know, for potential falls. Um, it also really improves the, you know, it, it, it's 
great for the caregiver efficiency because they don't have to run around all the different rooms to see how you know somebody's doing. And we do monitor a lot of things, even like resident exits. You know, when somebody has cognitive decline, they tend to start wandering at night. That, that puts them in danger. So we have an exit door um, sensor. That's how we can monitor that. And and just even the health, uh, you know, uh, progressive health issues that might be happening. You know, a a, a care home can actually see what's happening and you know they have the nurses on on site that can look at the patterns and we have we provide a web portal which gives you an overview of all your residents for the central office and you have that same on, on your app you can also look at all the residents just on a mobile app depending on what kind of tools the care home has you know uh, for their caregivers whether it's you know, mobile phones or iPads, et cetera. So it really provides a great op, you know, opportunity to really keep the residents um, healthier and safer for longer. Natalie, thank you very much for that explanation. I think, as I said, I, the, to me, this tool is so, so needed across the board. And um, I hope that it expands into other countries as well. I wish you all the best thank <laughs> for, you. for you know, for this startup. And I, I just think it's phenomenal. In some ways, I wish I knew, knew about it last year. Right. <laughs> it really, really helped because that when my mother started falling, this would have been brilliant because there were, the very first time she fell was January 2021. I'm getting confused with the years now. <laughs> oh. um, and my father couldn't pick her up. Uh, she weighed an awful lot more weight than she does now. Mm -hmm. And um, she was, he made her comfortable, but she was on the floor all night, even though he was with her. And right. he didn't, he didn't call anyone because my father's the sort of person who doesn't want to put anyone out. So he didn't call anyone. They weren't mm -hmm. using the pendants that they do have. So the system that they, they had and, and were paying for haven't, you know, they weren't doing anything with it. So she lay there for a whole night. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. It's a shame. Well, if and she had a urine infection at the time, and she also had COVID, as it turned out. And this was long. This was, you know, like last January. She was still mobile. She was still, you know, okay. She was not like she is now, a year on, at all. Hmm. Um, and your system would have been just immensely helpful. Well, and I want to emphasize this quickly. I don't want to take too much time, but what could, would have happened is that our system would maybe have detected that she had a UTI developing, you know, a health issue. So that that would, you know, because that also makes people confused and, you know, can lead to other consequences, which is maybe why she fell. Um, the fact that your father was there with her, our system, I just want to be quite clear, would not at that moment have sent out a notification saying that she fell because there would have been too much motion around there. But what it would have happened is that he also would have maybe access to the help button that he could have pressed to call for help. But we would have, you know, the system would have detected the developing health issues early on before you actually got to that stage and, and avoid that, uh, that fall potential. I'm sure that, yeah, that would have been sort of accumulating even in the December before. So, um, so yeah, that's brilliant. Anyway, Natalie, thank you very, very much for your time. I really hope that our listeners have, um, you know, so just learned something new and maybe this can help a lot of people as well. Um, we will be putting your details in the show notes so that people can get hold of you and find out more or certainly get hold of, of the company and find out more, the website and everything else. So thank you very much for your time and being with us for this past 20 minutes or so. 
Thank you very much for having me. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. It really helps. See you next time.